Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. The NFC deceased has life. What do you know? Thursday night football in NFC East matchup providing us some excitement, Mike, as Washington holds on for a thrilling victory over the New York Giants, gets their record to one and one. Well, the Giants have to head back to the Big Apple. 0-2 to start this season, but Thursday night football, before we get to those marquee games, provided us a lot of excitement on Thursday. Well, anytime you can get a Thursday night game much maligned, right? Oh, it's Giants and Washington, whatever. And for fantasy purposes, not a lot of folks would have been in your lineup. I was in one matchup where it was 4-3. I got the lead going into the weekend with Washington over the Giants, (laughs) right? We both played our defenses and neither really (laughs) did a whole lot of anything except uh, get called for penalties. Uh, and then, obviously, the one interception from from Heineke. But it, it was a, a thrilling game. 
the overall takeaway from a football perspective is both coaches, coaching staffs went in not to lose and they showed no faith in their quarterbacks who had otherwise been fantastic all night. Yeah, the Daniel Jones uh, running show was was something. I mean, I mean, it, it it truly was. And then you have the pass to Darius Slayton. That I'm sorry, I understand what Twitter is all about, but to hear people say, you know what, that one, that one's kind of on Jones. And, no, and I, I, yeah, I, <laughs> no, like. I understand that the ball may may <laughs> may have been may have been like you know the Price is Right they have the target game where you gotta <laughs> sure. you gotta say I got three <laughs> I need three of the ruffles and then it's three ninety nine and it comes out to like eleven ninety seven and and Drew Carey puts the bullseye on the board <laughs> and you got to get it between ten and twelve dollars. This throw was basically around the $10 mark. It may not have been right at, you know, 12 or 11 smack dab in the middle, but it's there where you win and you leave with your trip to Colorado. Like, that's where the pass was. That is all on Darius Slayton. I have no idea on why you could say, well, he kind of overthrew him. It hit him in his entire right hand. You have to catch that if you're a professional wide receiver. That is just uh, preseason Daniel Jones hate. You've got residual hate for a game you lost gambling or fantasy-wise or you're a Giants fan that we're blaming him for that because that that is completely on Slayton. By the way, go back and look at some of the other catches in his career for Darius Slayton. The guy can go get the ball. Sure. We've seen it. And, you know, that was on him, completely on him. Uh, Danny Dimes threw a beautiful pass. Yeah, you could argue about the aesthetics of did it need a little air under it, whatever, and let him run under it. Right, it was a huge uh, separation between he and the defender, but that's a play Slayton's got to make. He's a professional receiver, for crying out loud. Daniel Jones was dropping dimes, and so was Darius Slayton. They just mean two different things. That's <laughs> that's what it meant for the New York Giants. Listen, this is this is my big takeaway, and you mentioned it. There maybe wasn't a lot of action fantasy-wise, but if you did play Terry McLaurin in a PPR league, you're mm-hmm. very, very happy with what happened on, on Thursday night. If you had Antonio Gibson like I did in one of my leagues, Maybe not so happy. You cursed J.D. McKissick when he ran into the end zone. <laughs> yes, 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 you, you do. do. Yes, you do. And then there's the the trials and tribulations of Saquon Barkley. And I know that there were fantasy owners that didn't play Barkley this week. Sure. They're still cautious, especially after what happened in week one and not sure what you're going to get. And I don't, I don't fault that at all. But now we're two weeks in, and I feel that some Saquon Barkley owners feel that the sky is falling. And here's my takeaway and my message to you is don't trade Saquon Barkley right now. You will not find a time where his value is lower than what it could possibly be. No one wants to buy any stock in Saquon Barkley, so why you would trade him at this point doesn't make any sense. Plus, if you drafted him in the first round or in the second round, you also likely had to know the risk that Saquon Barkley likely wasn't going to be playing in week week one, and maybe his status for week two was in question. You got a bonus that he went out and played against Denver in week one, and you got a bonus that he got 13 carries on a short week on the road against a Washington team that is one of the better defensive fronts we've seen in football. So I know the 41-yard run was a majority of the 57 yards that he had, but again, this is all gravy if you drafted him in the first round. And then looking ahead, Mike, 
like. The final point is this. Next five games for the Giants, and I know looking on the schedule you're saying, well, you know, Denver and Washington, maybe not the murderer's row. I would disagree. Denver's with Vic Fangio's defense, that's something that I think is not ideal to go up against in week one. And we talked about Washington's front four. But in the next five weeks, you have games against the Falcons, Saints, Cowboys, Rams, and Panthers. Maybe the Rams game a little dicey saints game maybe uh, as well but falcons cowboys and panthers throughout of the next five weeks do not trade saquon barkley that's my big takeaway from thursday night. yeah because even with the rams you know not to get too inside dan I, i've ranted on this on fox sports radio all week and on twitter at swollen dome is a lot of folks commenting on the sunday night game i'm convinced we're doing something else and didn't actually watch sunday night's game because david montgomery had a great game the Bears overall, the offense moved the ball against the vaunted Rams defense. And then Nagy got cute, brought in Justin Fields. Darnell Mooney runs a wrong route that becomes an interception. And look, they all count just the same. But the point is, uh, I don't even think that that necessarily, at least in the current uh, space as we sit here uh, readying for week two, is necessarily the worst of matchups that you'll see. Uh, my one thing to take away is both of these quarterbacks are going to be fantasy viable for you. Oh, over the course of the season, right? Uh, Heineke, we we saw him come in. You know, Fitzpatrick goes down to the IR, and we saw a little of it last year, right? We got a little glimpse, and you come in against the Giants, and again, not a top-rated defense, but thirty-four of forty-six, three thirty-six. The two scores, the pass to uh, Seals Jones was fantastic. Uh, go up and get it. He may have been trying to throw it away, and the big mitts of Seals Jones caught it. Either way, it's a touchdown. It counts just the same. And Terry McLaurin, as you said, is a bad, bad man. And J.D. McKissick, 80 balls last year, 5 for 83 in this game. There's going to be some days where they fling the ball around the yard. Now, you mentioned Danny jo- Daniel Jones, Danny, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones. Uh, nine carries, 95 yards, had that touchdown call back. We could fight about whether it was truly holding or not, but the point is, nearly 100 yards and a score, and 249 and one should have been two uh, with Slayton and woulda, shoulda, coulda's, but he moved the ball and spread the ball around. And Shepard and Slayton, the guys that were already there, had it had the big games between them, 16 targets uh, and 12 catches. So I think there are going to be big days ahead for bye week purposes, injury purposes, and, you know, there's going to be that tough matchup. Not yet, because that's one of the, the big things going into week two uh, is, you know, the studs and, and playing and all that stuff. But, you know, there are going to be a time where we decide, you know what, it's it's time to flip the script, and Daniel Jones is going to get that call to your starting position. Washington gets the win, thirty to twenty nine. Crazy ending. Uh, what a way to start off week two. I will say this because I just want to rebuttal against the Rams thing, and I'm not saying that you're wrong about the David Montgomery thing, but I would say just about the Rams defense. I. The, I'd even agree with you, Mike, if you went as far as to say that, you know, Raheem Mostert taking over, excuse me, Raheem Morris, uh, Raheem Mostert, we'll get to him a little bit later, yeah, Raheem yeah, yeah. Morris taking over the defense, uh, that maybe maybe there is something that's a little different from Brandon Staley's defense. But I'm not ready to downgrade the Rams' defense even after the 100-yard game from David Montgomery. No, I, I can yet. agree. I can stipulate to that, but I also don't. I think to some degree we've blindly, not you and I, but as a collective, just said, well, they were dominant. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. last year so it's just going to roll up Mm -hmm. and the Bears moved the ball even behind an offensive line that was spotty coming in because I talked about it a lot watching the preseason and and seeing what they were lining up and yet they were still able to bust off some plays in the run game I uh I I still I I I have the Rams defense in in one of my leagues I think that there's going to be opportunities Mm -hmm. we'll see it'll play out I actually like the Colts a lot this weekend uh in in week two in a bounce back game for them and Rams going on the road I digress we'll get into we'll get into that absolutely the 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 matchups that we have we've got a what what looked to be a great Sunday night affair about three weeks ago I'm not sure how great it's going to be (laughs) with the Chiefs traveling uh, to Baltimore Monday night you've got an angry Packers team against the Detroit Lions coming to to Green Bay I'm not sure how that's going to work out so you may have to try to find your entertainment in the one o'clock Eastern and four o five Eastern and four twenty five Eastern kicks in week two but if Thursday night's any 
indication of what we've got. We've got some good stuff ahead. Let's get to Mike's good stuff. The top five players you want to play at each position, quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. Mike, who is one, two, three, four, and five at the quarterback position entering week two? Running them down real quick. Give me Kyler Murray against that Minnesota defensive secondary. I expected better from their defensive front. They were toothless in week one, and that means a lot of exposure as Kyler Murray throws the ball around the yard. Patrick Mahomes against Baltimore. I think I might just caveat him out. I used to write columns where I'd do all these long, you know, here's my top tens and whatever. And if a guy was just a Ronco set it and forget it yeah. guy, I'd just throw him off to the side. When I we do this verbally, it gets a little harder to do that. <laughs> I, I did a golf pool with my buddy about 20 years ago, and the only stipulation was you couldn't draft Tiger. Like that's that's so well. So having kind of designed like, those games, Dan, we actually had rules of how many times you could use Tiger. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. So you'd have say, I think what it was thirty six tournaments were on the calendar or thereabouts, right? Mm-hmm. So like the first half, you could only use them in half the tournament. So nine oh, out of wow. eighteen. Oh, Likewise, wow. in racing, you could only use Dale Earnhardt Jr. in nine of eighteen because otherwise oh, wow. people would put them because you had to do it by grouping. So you'd have, you know, a group that were the A list, the B list, and the C list, and you'd pick one, two, and one. And nobody would ever move Tiger or Dale Earnhardt Jr. So we had to kind of promote activity. And if you left him in your lineup, you got a zero. Well, I'll tell you what, they were they were dominant enough where I think it's it's worthwhile. Mahomes is magnificent, but I still like to see where Mahomes ends up because he's not number one every week. No. Like he got Murray number one this week, so it's it's always good to judge. And there is always a sense of pride. And, and this is this is why one of the reasons why we do this, Mike, is because there's nothing like listening to a podcast and knowing that Kyler Murray is your quarterback and hearing Mike Harmon say he's my top quarterback this week, like it just feels good. It just feel like even you know that the matchup is juicy, but it just feels good to have your guy be atop the rank. Well, just to have that confirmation, and also to have someone to blame because uh, I said it uh, when it goes wrong. That's what we know. Uh, but yeah, Baltimore crumbling, right? Losing Westry in the secondary. Saw the injury on Monday, confirmed later in the week. So he's got uh, issues. He's going to miss time. We've already seen uh, depletion uh, with Peters out, Smith looking to get him back on the offensive line. Stanley's now banged up, and we watched the the right tackle get abused uh, in week one. So, yeah, for Patrick Mahomes and company, uh, you're licking your chops uh, after what was already uh, a thrilling uh, week one against Cleveland. Uh, number three, your guy Russell Wilson going up against Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee was, to me, the most disappointing effort of week one. Perhaps they show some heart, found the wizard, uh, coming in, but Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf and company, I think there's another big day on tap there. Tom Brady against Atlanta. The recency uh, since 28-3 is certainly there. I like that he's got all the swagger and bravado. And Atlanta's defense against Philly in week one confirmed exactly what I thought. They're going to be terrible on that side of the ball. (laughs) And Brady's got all his weapons. Uh, That'll be one of the three points, right, the three things uh, at the end as we talk about cautionary tales with that squad. Uh, But what you can know is that Brady uh, will load up points. And then number five, I go with a little bit of a price shot. Again, looking at what's all surrounding a team, I'm going to take Justin Herbert. Over 300 passing yards last week, only one touchdown. Here he's got a juicy matchup against a Dallas squad that's got some issues on their defensive front and doing it in front of the home crowd, even though most people will be clad with Dallas Stars. 
I had concerns about Herbert in the week one matchup, not about Herbert overall. He, we talked about quarterbacks at the start of the season and the preseason. He was in the top eight uh, in rising fast and the throw. And now look, I know what Daniel Jones just did against Washington, but still to have that Chargers line play as well as it did. You mentioned it in the in the podcast earlier this week that we did and to have him throw for over 300, 330 against the uh, Washington defense made me feel a little bit more comfortable about just uh, Justin Herbert is going to be a set it and forget it guy. I think if he's yeah. on fantasy rosters, I'm I'm completely yeah 100% sold with what they're going to do. Yeah, you and, mentioned the offensive line, and I don't want to go into the full Northwestern thing, uh, but you saw what they did against Washington, and they ran 83 plays. And I wonder, you know, just to tag the analysis of the Thursday night game, how much that played into the Thursday night game, the amount of reps, because Chase Young went off the field a couple of times uh, as that game went on. Yeah, Justin Herbert was uh, 337 yards, 31 to 47 in that game against Washington. Those are Mike's top five quarterbacks. You heard him say it. Get him on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. You can find me, Dan Beyer, on Twitter, at Dan Beyer on Fox. Let's get to your top of running backs for week two, one through five. Give me a little bit of love. Dalvin Cook uh, out of Minnesota with his 26 touches week one. Expect him to be up and around that total again if they're going to get back into the proverbial winner's circle. Uh, you, you look at what he is as a receiver. I, I think that's going to be the thing that puts him over the top here. Uh, and that also means that you get your usual entry of Christian McCaffrey, uh, the receiving yards and targets and catches week in week out going up against New Orleans uh, defensive front that they like to bring it and they're going to try to rush Sam Darnold what does that mean hot route Uh, get the ball out fast and make some plays that's actually one of the games that I like uh, for a potential upset Uh, from a straight picks perspective it is a weird week Dan Uh, I I think there's a lot of potential chaos here and for me on my 1-900 lose my ass challenge I might be walking like from here to Chicago uh, by time this this game (laughs) series of games well, is up because there's there's no gimmies just make it back for the podcast next week because otherwise it's just going to be lee and i at least gonna have to do the heavy lifting okay god uh, knows i do i don't do no 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 you're you're a brilliant and uh, dominant man uh just uh, lee would have to look out for the uh how much russell wilson time uh, there is <laughs> uh <laughs> number three alvin Kamara, uh going up on the other side of that matchup uh 20 carries four targets in week one i would expect more activity uh in the passing game uh as we go forward with Kamara but certainly the touches are there. Carolina is still finding itself uh, defensively, so I think there's some opportunities. Uh, number four, Najee Harris, a little bit of a price shot for you. Uh, Las Vegas losing a couple of players on that defensive front coming out of their Monday night gl- glorious victory at Allegiant Stadium. And then number five, Aaron Jones going up against the Detroit Lions. Lions gave up about, what, 29 points in week one to running backs. And let's face it, 11-point favorites embarrassed in week one would be the kind way to say it. I, I don't think they bury the Lions altogether, but this one I get, I think is going to be a high-scoring affair. Aaron Jones's performance against the Saints was completely lost because all we wanted to talk about was Jameis Winston and Aaron Rodgers. Sure. I mean, it was it – was, <laughs> Absolute, positively non-factor for Aaron Jones in week one. 
and you would expect that to bounce back. I don't know if everybody's going to bounce back against the Lions, if it's going to be Rodgers, Adams, and Jones, but I think that the Jones drop-off should be something that was talked about, but it just got lost in all the quarterback mayhem over the last um, well, no, and, that, and that's it. You get blown out. The The run game just goes away. Five attempts, nine yards, just a couple of catches. Uh, and that and that was the surprise, right, that the reception total as that game got out of hand, they didn't at least go to the hot route. As, as Lee DeLapp, I think he lost hair since Monday, the more he thought about it uh, as I look across the glass. Um, but, yeah, it, it, what, what a weird, weird game that was and the narratives that start flowing out of it. Yeah, and, and Mike, I, I did a thing for uh, for the network, for Fox Sports Radio. I had, I've had this in my mind for a little while, and I developed an MVP pyramid. Look at you. So, it's, so yeah, I mean, you could have, have, have rankings, but I think it looked better in pyramid style to see who was on top, who was at the next Whoa, level. Yeah, and it sets it up for a game show. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it does. Let's play pyramid. The uh, so I had Kyler Murray number one after week one. I put him if if you had to give out the NFL MVP after week one, I would have given it to Kyler Murray, but I didn't even put Jameis Winston in my top ten, and 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 I and I I went back and forth about it, Mike. But I'm like, I know he threw five touchdowns, but it's kind of like wins in Major League Baseball to me a little bit of throwing those touchdowns. It's you know there's this the Saints. For how much they dominated, I don't think it was just solely because of Jameis Winston. And when they scored, he just happened to be the one throwing the touchdown passes. And I just and and, and so in, in looking at at how that game played out, I I maybe I'm not giving Jameis Winston as much of of credit as I as I should. But we talked about him, and we really talked about Aaron Rodgers uh, this past week. But Aaron Jones was just kind of lost in the the shuffle. And it's safe to say Aaron Jones did not make the pyramid after week one well but it, it's it's fair to go a little bit dig a little deeper as it were i, I could start singing it from princes and the frog you don't know that one yet dan uh no. but you will uh, eventually uh but the the fact of the matter is you, you're looking at the other outside of the 55 yard pass and, and i know it's dangerous to do this but the other 13 receptions or, or completions from Jameis Winston went for 93 yards. Yeah. Not not exactly a world-beating – like the five touchdowns just pops off the page and the big, fat zero in the interception column because that's what we're going to watch with Jameis Winston from a football perspective yeah. on a week-to-week basis. So the anytime that's a zero and a nice round number, we're feeling good. And he didn't get sacked. Zeros in those categories are going to be brilliant. But the five touchdowns, you can't always you can't say five touchdowns misleading, but I think it's misleading because mm-hmm. the tale yeah, of the, the game is the New Orleans defense and what they did to Aaron Rodgers, sorry, Lee, uh, and that offense that you expected to come in and at least put up a fight. All right, let's get to your top five wide receivers because I did have a wide receiver make my. MVP pyramid. Mike, who are your top Ooh. five wide receivers for week two? That's exciting. Number one against the uh, depleted Baltimore secondary. Let's go, Tyreek Hill. Yes, he was I'd the just one. Fire him up. Right. If I'm Patrick Mahomes, I, I think first down, your first possession. All right, let's see who wants to pretend to cover you. Uh, and then DeAndre Hopkins, a couple of big catches uh, in week one, going up against the Minnesota secondary. Again, I, I like it on paper, the, the Minnesota defense eventually 
but clearly uh, not there yet. And while Kyler Murray atop your pyramid has the hot hand, let's go. Uh, Devontae Adams looking for that bounce back again. Uh, I think Detroit has some teeth to them. I like the way they fought uh, after getting buried early by San Francisco. And But for a couple of steps, you know, it might have been a, a little bit of a different game when you talk about what Swift was doing in the backfield, etc. cetera. Uh, but I'm looking for Devontae Adams to have the bounce back. Calvin Ridley, also a bounce back game, a, a pedestrian week one effort uh, as the Falcons were absolutely obliterated uh, by the Eagles. But going up against Tampa Bay, they're down a couple of pieces in the secondary, and those don't just pop up like another running back. So, you know, Murphy Bunting's uh, departure and Whiteside uh, before the game in week one. Like, th- those are things that are going to be there. And I think Ridley has the opportunity to have a nice big bounce back game. That, and maybe I'm just desperately clinging to my preseason ranking of him, of just desperation points coming up big. Uh, and then I had Herbert at five on the quarterback side. Give me stats for days. Keenan Allen against that Dallas secondary to have himself a big day. Mike Williams will get some targets. Austin X. Eckler will get some looks out of the backfield, but Keenan Allen will be your stat leader out of that game. Tyreek Hill, you have number one, and as I mentioned, he made the MVP pyramid uh, because I think he actually was the reason. Mahomes, great numbers. Travis Kelsey, you know, gets into the end zone. He has great numbers as well, but it's the it was the bomb to Tyreek Hill that was kind of the backbreaker, and his numbers, again, outstanding. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Kyler Murray was the top of my pyramid sure. as i mentioned as as the top mvp guy and the cardinals are such an interesting story because i'm not ready yet to believe in them but there was a lot that went right in that game against tennessee and we have this minnesota team as you said coming in after their loss to, to cincinnati uh, there could be options but deandre hopkins just did uh just uh basically picked up where he left off from a year ago Doing uh, DeAndre Hopkins things. What's going to be curious as the season goes on to to go into Arizona just a little bit more, especially when we've got those big numbers coming out for Kyler Murray and for DeAndre Hopkins. The run game, still waiting to see exactly what that becomes. You're not going to have a double-digit sack total, so that's that's certainly going to be uh, a a different animal. I did like uh, the way Chandler Jones uh, and Kyler Murray were going back and forth, like you know, big brother, little brother kind of uh, digs and whatever. I thought they were going to start playing dozens at some point, which would have been fun. Uh, But you look at Christian Kirk, who had a couple of huge plays for them. Uh, A.J. Green, target-wise, is there, and he's got – like as you go through the secondary and where he'll likely line up, there may be a matchup to play there. That would be a daily fantasy league where I spend my dollar, you know, as the last sure. guy on my roster or something. But for fantasy purposes, he's a guy to give a look see. There's there's just a lot of at Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. 
and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. guys getting fed in that Arizona wide receiving core but certainly DeAndre Hopkins is always going to get his double digit target count and you had Keenan Allen at number five I'm just going to say this this may be a tease for my give me one reason segment may not be the only charger wide receiver we talk about today so stay tuned stay tuned could see it later on get Mike again on Twitter at Swollen Dome find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox Did you know Amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle? They know you value your time outside of work, juggling family, school, friends, or other activities. That's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you. There are full-time, part-time, and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule, with great starting pay and sign-on bonuses. If you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle, head to Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. Mike, let's get to the hot plays for week two. Guys that may not have made the top five, but are definitely worth a play this weekend. Hot plays. Lock and load. Uh, I'm still on the Lamar Jackson bandwagon. I know folks are, are diving off based on a couple of fumbles. And while they may not bench him entirely, they're not feeling good about it. You know, he's, he's just outside of the top five. He's sitting at number seven. Uh, as I go into my rankings. And maybe I'll take a long walk on the beach here in Southern California. And maybe I'll change my mind. Maybe I'll play Hello by Lionel Richie like he did in that music video so long ago. And maybe I'll come to some other you know, piece uh, of existence that, that takes me to, to change it. But I'm still looking at him with his running potential, with the fact that if it plays to script, they're going to be down. You're going to find Andrews. You're going to get 
uh, Williams out of the backfield or Devontae Freeman now that he's being called up. I'm not telling you to start Devontae Freeman. Don't do it. Stash him at the end of your bench uh, and watch and see if he gets any kind of look. Uh, but Latavius Murray's still going to be in there uh, as a sledgehammer. But I-, I think Lamar will still put up some points. Joe Burrow against Chicago. I think Chicago takes care of Cincinnati from a straight picks perspective, but Burrow with those wide receivers, and now that Jamar Chase has figured out the NFL ball, I think that was all a rope-a-dope. He wasn't getting enough attention because notice then T. Higgins said, I want to change my number because I don't want to be Ocho Cinco Part 2. <laughs> all sorts of stupidity. Uh, but Joe Mixon, while he's healthy, also helps move the needle. So Joe Burrow, a guy on the back end of my QB1s. Running back over the other side, Montgomery. Mentioned him before. Uh, again, so much lost in the fact uh, of Matthew Stafford and those big throws, Montgomery was one of five running backs to go over 100 yards in week one. Then we got uh, Debo Samuel, 109 yak. Yeah, that's right, 109 yards after the catch in week one. Uh, Look for him to be sprinting again. I'm curious as to what Philly really is. Yeah, me too. Week one didn't really tell me anything. Yeah, he he yacked up the ball near the end of the game and it almost cost him against the, yeah, the Lions, but just got to got to clean that up. Eagles are a little bit more physical, so we'll see if that if that translates. But yeah, for as much as I love Philadelphia, uh, I do I do agree with you that the jury is still somewhat out. Yeah, that was a pretty good uh, use of the word yak there. Uh, spoken like a man with a little child. And then finally, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire against Baltimore. He's not the sexiest name anymore, but he is the lead back in an explosive offense. So I, I'm, I'm reticent. You know, some are starting to dive off already. I see it in the rankings uh, across our industry, and, and they're just there's a little bit of hand-wringing because the big plays seem to go back to the wide receivers and Kelsey. It's like, don't forget, you're still one slip tackle away from greatness given his speed. Well, you and I may have a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire conversation later on in this program, but we will save that till later. Let's get to the cold sores for week two. Guys, you want to stay away from, you don't want to touch, you don't want to see, you don't want anything to do with. Cold sores. Dak against that Chargers front. Look, you're still going to start him, but this is one where you're tempering expectations a little bit because that offensive line concerns me. And um, I like what they did in week one against Tampa uh, when the Cowboys kind of used uh, the page out of well the, the Steelers of last year, some of the other teams. Let's just make the passing game. It's an extended run addition. Short, intermediate throws. Get it out. High percentage completion. Let guys run. Maybe you'll see more of Ezekiel Elliott, and maybe that's how uh, Ezekiel Elliott folks can put the uh, paper bags that they're you know kind of uh, hyperventilating into. They can put those down because maybe they'll get some of those PPR numbers uh, going forward. Uh, afraid of Jameis Part 2. We already talked about it. I don't know what that is. 148 and 5. That is a very odd stat line. Again, keep it clean, it'll be good. But on the road at Carolina, uh, I want to see a repeat before I'm thrusting him into my starting lineup. Miles Sanders going up against San Francisco. Uh, Gainwell had had some work as well. Uh, but again, it was a bad Atlanta team. Uh, looking at Sanders here against the San Francisco front, pretty good against the run as we get things started. Uh but speed guy, it, all it needs is one. So he's more a back-end number two for me. Josh Jacobs going up against that Pittsburgh front. You don't really learn much against Buffalo when we're talking about Singletary and Zach Moss being a healthy scratch in terms of their battles against the run. But we know uh, the run defense is historically strong. 
and the the Raiders with some depletion of that offensive line. Uh, I, I'm not convinced that we get a repeat of Monday night heroics. Julio Jones against Seattle. Again, I don't know what he is. Target count certainly wasn't there in week one, even in an obliteration situation. So we push that away. And then Corey Davis against New England. Uh, I like Zach Wilson. I think there's going to be some days, but I'm, I'm lowering the ceiling here against the New England defense because Bill Belichick generally eats young quarterbacks for lunch, and I don't think Zach Wilson's going to escape that. Yeah, I, I, I actually agree with that. I'm not a big fan of, of – well, nobody should be a big fan of the Jets running backs right now. And now without Mekhi Becton, you talked about how Zach Wilson was kind of taking that, that beating. And, yeah, going up against New England, now an angry New England team. That's right. Yeah, not not too happy with that. All right, let's get to our fantasy ninja. Yes, you got it. The ninjas for week two of our fantasy football season in the NFL. Give me Daryl Henderson against Indianapolis. Uh, got the touchdown, but I think there's a, a bigger role for him here because I, I don't know that – it can be any easier passing against the secondary than what Matt Stafford saw in week one against the Bears, which I think means more balance uh, as we go through. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, you know, everybody picked him up on the waiver wire. Go ahead and mm-hmm. start him, right? He's going to have uh, part of the workload at a minimum. I don't know what Trey Sermon is going to be, if he's going to be a healthy scratch again or if he suddenly becomes a 25-carry guy. I don't know if Shanahan's going to pull the old Belichick because we're going to get to Belichick uh, and decision-making here in a moment. Uh, but you're also looking at Hasty in the backfield. you you got a lot of potential mouths to feed, but it would seem that Mitchell, after that week one performance, at least earns the opportunity for a repeat as Mostert goes to IR. And this is just my little... Um, the public service announcement if you're one of those folks that's tweeting at a team at a player the player's family any of that after an injury or bad performance get a life really find find something else to to channel your energy into maybe you know run an extra couple of miles on the treadmill go for a nice walk in the neighborhood noted no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm ne- <laughs> but never but like Mostert gets hurt for the year and his family is, you know, people are sending him the worst of worst. And then, you know, that happened in the uh, Thursday night game as well after the defensive offsides uh, led to a re-kick and the untimed down that allowed Washington to, Washington to escape. It's, it's not that serious, folks. You'll make more money if you lost at betting or on your fantasy team. Uh, Damian Harris, to that end, uh, a guy who fumbled last week and saw all of that. Uh, Historically, Bill Belichick goes away from those guys for a while. They're in the doghouse. I don't know that he's got another running back that he can use as a hammer right now. Yeah, James White will get his numbers uh, as a a receiver out of the backfield. Uh, But let me give you two uh, quarterbacks to finish it off. Uh, Big Ben against Las Vegas, I think, the the offense has a better day. People looking at the numbers. Remember, Buffalo's defense is pretty pretty good. Pretty pretty good. <laughs> and then finally, Teddy Two Gloves, Teddy Bridgewater against Jacksonville. This is one of those. If I were doing a gambling segment, I'd be pulling out my giant boot and laying it on the desk because I'm looking for Vic Fangio to have a feast and for Teddy Bridgewater. He might have one of those Jameis Winston like numbers from last week. You know, one fifty and five when it's all said and done. I like uh, I, I like both of those quarterbacks and how they're going to fare uh, in the win column uh, this uh, this upcoming weekend. We talked a bit about 
just kind of the Raiders hangover in the last podcast of it's ex- you're expecting a lot of them to play that emotional game on Monday night and then travel to play a Sunday 1 o'clock Eastern time kick against Pittsburgh, a physical Pittsburgh team. I, I just think that's a lot. And, yeah, I think Denver's good. My preseason pick, you know, predictions, now that it's out on a limb, I did put them in the playoffs. I sure. I had them as the seventh seed. But for what they showed against the Giants, and, hey, the, the Giants showed a little something on Thursday night against Washington. You think that? I think that's going to carry over. And I also don't think that Jacksonville will have the garbage time uh, stats that they got in Houston, which is something that we'll, we'll touch on on the end of the show. But those were Mike's ninjas for week two. I will say this, T. Higgins, maybe since the NFL is allowing everybody to just wear whatever number they want, uh, maybe go letters and he could just wear T. That, that would You could just I do that. that. And then, yeah, you could just be T. Higgins wearing the letter T instead. It would make it a lot easier. And honestly, Mike, may look better than some of the single digits numbers that we have. I, it, I never thought that it would actually bother me. I have no problem with it in college, maybe because I'm used to it in college. I was so confused at times in watching games on Sunday. I swear the Arizona Cardinals have 20 guys who are in single digits. I mean, it's it's everybody. It's it's Kyler Murray. It's uh, Rondell Moore. It's Chase Edmonds. It's James Conner. Like everybody now is wearing a single. Buda Baker is wearing a single. I'm so confused with the new single digits allowed in various positions. And that's the thing, Dan. We pride ourselves on you know knowing the numbers. It's be- guys. That's their identity yeah. at the pro level. And then all of a sudden, it's like, wait, what is that guy on the field? Or is a running back or wide receiver? Suddenly, you know, as we're watching the the game at SoFi, Damian Williams right comes over Kansas City after sitting out last year. It's like number eight's in. Who's number eight? Isn't that a quarterback number? What are we normally doing here? Uh, and all of a sudden, well, there you go. I mean, just one of many examples of playmakers. But certainly quarterbacks have talked about it a bunch, right? A bunch of veteran quarterbacks, Brady and others. And, and I'd love to see what the rule truly is as written out, Dan. Because, look, a lot of these guys don't sell a lot of merch. So it wouldn't be a lot, a big cost to just keep bouncing around. So if you decide there is a truly a competitive advantage, it might be worth the money spent to just every three weeks change your number. (laughs) Hey, it can't be any more confusing than it already is. Might as well just try to confuse us some more with it. I do have to say one thing off the heels of your hot plays, cold sores, and ninjas, Mike, because I forgot to do this last week, and it's something that I want to make note of. No, I'm not talking about the MVP pyramid, which you're going to get every single week from me. I dig that. At Dan Byer on Fox. What we used to do, Mike, when we did the show on Sunday mornings talking fantasy, remember my never will be a Super Bowl matchup? Like, yes. There are certain cross-conference games that will never be a Super Bowl. It's just it's not going to happen just because, listen, we all love football, and there is just not going to be a matchup in the Super Bowl with a certain two teams. Now, if the 49ers were taking on – the Buffalo Bills, a pick that Chris Berman made for years and years and yeah. years. There's still a chance that could be a Super Bowl, even though it never came to fruition. But like week one, the Jets taking on the Panthers, I'm sorry. There is never going to be a Super Bowl <laughs> that is the Jets taking on the Panthers. So 
I can do this in most weeks. I can't do it in week 18 because it's- at Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. all divisional matchups but every week there's usually and i only will do it with cross conference matchups there's usually a game or two and and as much as we make fun of the cowboys i still could maybe see a cowboys chargers super bowl rams and colts rams may be in the super bowl this year and who knows if the colts turn it around so i'm sorry mike yeah bears Bengals, never ever going to be a super bowl the they've both been there, but it's just been spaced out enough where I don't think we could really worry about them crossing and then meeting in a game. So my not going to be a Super Bowl game for week two never will be a Super Bowl. Bengals taking on the Bears. Thanks, pal. Uh, Sorry, get buddy. in get in right now, $114 <laughs> as you and I record the podcast as the first Bears home game. Uh, and well, everybody excited to see Joe Burrow come to town. It may be a win. That's 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 and it's a season opener. So all the more reason to go to Chicago. All right. Speaking of reasons. Yeah, it's my time to do Let's this. Let's go. Three, two, one. Give me one reason. All right. Yes, I will give you one reason to start a guy and one reason to bench a guy. The reason that I'm going to give you to start Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams is this. 
His eight catches last week were a career high. Amazing. But they were a career high for Mike Williams. So that tells me, Mike, this is a different Chargers team. It's a different Chargers player. This is a different Chargers quarterback. Justin Herbert, we kind of praised him earlier. I think Mike Williams continues with his success. And for everybody who took a chance on him, I think you're going to reap the benefits and the rewards as long as he stays healthy. And it's week two, so why not put the chips in right now? I'm saying start Mike Williams in week two because his career high in catches last week show you that things are different in L.A. I like the cut of your jib. A guy that we've been waiting on to give you consistent production. I don't know how many, like if you just piled up, like it was actually stock certificates, Dan, uh, he has been on so many of my teams. And there have been weeks where it's been fantastic and others like, come on, man. Why is he not involved? And then you look at where you shift, right? Anthony Lynn goes off to Detroit, and we can dissect that offense till we're blue in the face. Uh, But if you get down, it's pretty easy to dissect. Uh, As for the Chargers, Joe Lombardi quite clearly knows what he's got in Justin Herbert, especially if he's going to be behind that wall of five. Yeah, there's going to be opportunities down the field. So, yeah, I love the pick. And he's a guy that I think uh, folks are going to get tremendous returns from because he was a low-end wide receiver for because of the unknown. By the way, maybe that's that's the storyline of Lombardi winning the Lombardi in his home stadium. Like maybe that's an omen for the Chargers for Super Bowl 56 if if they keep on going. Uh, Give you one reason to bench. This is where Mike differ. Mike and I differ. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I I just – my one reason is this, is I think that the Chiefs are going to tell the Ravens, all right, score 35, score 40 against us because we're going to score that many and we're going to just keep the pedal to the metal. And go ahead, Lamar Jackson, with your weapons, do what you got to do. But I think it's going to be the Patrick Mahomes show on Sunday night as they just try to score as many points as possible, knowing that the Ravens aren't going to be able to keep up. I like that narrative. That'll make a very easy game to put on a second screen uh, and start to watching games I, that I missed earlier in the day. Well, I was going to I was gonna start a new segment. Uh, give me five reasons why I have a headache, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire would also be in that category. <laughs> but that, that will be from another day. So I have to just give you one reason to bench a guy, and that's the reason. And again, I'm trying to stay true to the segment. I don't want to give you any other reasons, but I'm just trying to stay true to it. I think that the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes' arm are what are going to win in Baltimore. On I dig that. 17 touches in week one, total of 72 yards. Uh, a measly 7.2 for you. Hey, uh, 10.2 in your PPR leagues. Uh, but, yeah, I'm looking for just that one slip slip tackle as this game gets away and potentially gets ugly. I know Baltimore will play with heart. I just don't think they have the horses given all the injuries on both sides of the ball to keep up here. Three-point conversion to wrap this episode up. Mike and I give you three points to take into week two. Maybe roster moves, maybe pickups, uh, maybe just uh, something that may pop in our mind. Mike, what's your three-point conversion for week two? First off, waiver philosophy, because I thought you'd be entertained by this. Guillotine league that I'm in, Dan. Uh, I spent $957 of my $1,000 budget in week one. Because going in, it's first time I've done a guillotine league. So you're going in blind trying to figure out, all right, what's the ceiling? 
Because you got stars at the disposal, right? As everybody, as the team goes to the graveyard. And the team that lost in the league that I'm in had Josh Allen, Justin Jefferson, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Elijah, well, Elijah Mitchell was a, a, a free agent, so, you know, waiver, waiver wire, just regular pickup, but also uh, Dallas Goddard and, and, and so on. So when it came down to it, it's like I put in bids thinking, if nothing else, I'll force other people to spend their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair and enough. instead, I, I spent a lot of money. And so now <laughs> it becomes the, you know, for your waiver philosophy, you know, try to figure out now you've got one week of activity, whether it be a guillotine league or just one with a regular free agent acquisition budget. And if you know the other people in your league then and you've played together, then maybe you already kind of have a good idea of how people spend their money. Uh, but certainly for me, it was uh, a wide eyed experience. And, and look, it achieves one of the other purposes in the waiver philosophy that I've preached forever. It's like, better a guy rot on my bench than be in a lineup to beat me. So Fair even enough. if I don't play yeah. a couple of those guys and it's money spent, they're not going to beat me. And if I go down, I went down swinging because uh, I can't take those $1,000 of fictional money with me. Maybe I can apply that to my life too and just start spending haphazardly as we go. Uh, I number, agree. Yeah, number two, the Bucks run it. Bucks, uh Falcons. Here's the thing though. You're going to have a lot of anxious moments watching them throughout the season. Because outside of Tom Brady, week to week, I don't know that you're going to know who your big score is going to be. You saw Godwin. You saw Antonio Brown. You saw Gronkowski. They all got fed in week one. And maybe they do here in a plus matchup, plus plus maybe against Atlanta. But it's one of those week to week, uh, you're going to have some stressful moments. We've talked about Mike Evans before. I'll even say this. I I think that Ronald Jones could have a game for the simple fact of nobody wants to play Ronald Jones this week because they saw what happens when he fumbles in week one. And you don't want to take that risk of if he puts the ball on the turf, he's not going to see the, you know, the the field again. And even though Bruce Arians gave him a vote of confidence in saying he's going to be our starter. Yeah, well, Leonard Fournette started the game on Thursday night against Dallas a week ago. So, what you know, what, what is really going on here? I think that there's an opportunity for Ronald Jones even, but I just don't have enough guts to play him. No, I concur. I've got a, a league where, you know, you can start – three running backs or three wide outs or add the second tight end, you know, basically the configuration of those. And he's sitting there as the third or fourth, and it's like, do I have the guts to roll back with him? Because it really is such a good matchup. And and let's face it, we watched Leonard Fournette try to catch the ball out of the back. They targeted him seven times. That was painful every time. Every mm-hmm. damn time. And if, for folks that didn't watch the game, because, you know, you and I doing radio as we do, Dan, how many times did you hear that, well, Brady had two interceptions? like, yeah, one off of Fournette's hands and the other was a Hail Mary. The end of a hat. But you know what? Believe who you want to believe. Uh, and bosses pay who you're going to pay. Uh, and finally, don't bail on your studs, dot, 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 yet. Hmm. It's one data yet. point. One data point in, in a schedule. And usually, as we know, the NFL loves their marquee matchups. So we had a couple of surprises. And we had a couple of huge disappointments and already starting to see the narratives surrounding, surrounding guys like Ryan Tannehill or, or, or Captain Kirk Cousins, who had a great yardage total, but overall they were, they were inefficient uh, in, in their game uh, against Cincinnati. So uh, you get down to it. We're not, we're not bailing yet. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a short leash because just like in the regular NFL, Dan, you, you go down 0-2. It's time to start making some changes. 
Yeah, and and there's uh there there are a few teams that don't want to go down 0-2 uh, to start this season just because of where the division plays out, uh, maybe future schedules, and honestly, maybe their schedule to start the season wasn't too tough, and is telling us a little bit more about that team that maybe they wanted to realize. All right, my three point conversion, no garbage time for Jacksonville. I touched on this a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence ended up uh, with a fantasy day against Houston. That's not going to happen against Denver. Uh, DJ Chark's not going to save your day on on his three catches at the end of – it's not going to happen against the Broncos. Don't play the Jaguars thinking like, well, they're bad. They're just going to have garbage time. It's not going to happen against Denver. Points of Palooza. I had two really good candidates that I think could have an opportunity, but I think Points of Palooza is in Arizona, Minnesota, going up against the Cardinals. Play as many guys as you can from from that matchup because I think that points are going to be a plenty. Finally, Mike, this one's for you. You better, you better commit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I I picked up Cole Komet this week for the Bears. Nicely done. I think that you could see a little bit more from him and even getting into the end zone against the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. Kept seeing the uh, Jimmy Graham trotting out there. It's like, all right, 85's your guy. Throw the ball to him. Stop stop pretending. Look how much bigger he is. And he's just physically imposing. And and for Andy Dalton in that offense, you want to move those chains? There you go. Find him. Post him up. Jimmy Graham looked like a 55-year-old Jimmy Graham in his uniform on the field. It's just like, wow, this is – I mean, he was magnificent. I don't want to rain on his career, but I just saw him. No, he's had a great career. Yeah. It's, It's at the end. Yes, I agree. And, and leave it at that. And, and the one thing, you know, and look, I could do 90 minutes on Matt Nagy, uh, game management and player uh, distribution. Just last year, like, he should have learned in the offseason. Like, I, I think there were at least five games where he came out and he was asked about Kabat and his role, and it's like, yeah, we got to use him more. So someone just needs to put those on a loop and just say, look, you said this in week one. You said this in week five. You said this in week seven. And just be consistent with it because the target should be there. You said that you could uh, talk 90 minutes for Matt Nagy. That will be on a different podcast because this podcast is about to come to an end except for one final thing. And I'm sending this on your phones to Lee DeLapp, our executive producer, and you, Mike Harmon. Yeah. You know I collect mini helmets. I do, yeah. And, and there's a special one that I was able to uh, add to the collection, Ooh. and it's a mini helmet of a team that lasted only one day. I was able to get a hold of the 1991 San Francisco 49ers New logo that was so widely uh, just uh, ravaged by the fans. They hated it so much that the 49ers just changed back to the other one. They tried to make like this unveiling and this new thing. Like, oh, yeah, gosh. Oh, by the way, we have a new uniform with a, with a new helmet logo. It lasted a day, and then the 49ers went back to the uh, interlocking SF, and it's a piece of history. I put it up on Instagram where you're going to see pictures of golf courses, mini helmets, and my son. Uh, but Bayer Grams is where you can see it. I'll probably put it up on Twitter as well at Dan Bayer on Fox on Friday. But oh, that's where you that. can see the newest edition. I love the history. Not a 49ers fan, but I, I put it on Instagram. I love the history of that helmet for one day. Do you think they hated that helmet design more than the crazy crab for the Giants? <laughs> or new Coke. I mean, there you go. There's your metal stand. 
Uh, get Mike on Harmon. Uh, get Mike Harmon on Twitter at Swoladome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. We wish you many, many great successes in week two. Can't wait to hear about them. Let us know your questions. We'll answer as many as we can via social media, and we will talk to you when week two has concluded. Be well. Good luck in week deuce. Talk to you later. Did you know Amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle? They know you value your time outside of work, juggling family, school, friends, or other activities. That's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you. There are full-time, part-time, and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule, with great starting pay and sign-on bonuses. If you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle, head to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.